Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Monday, everybody. Happy December. Happy almost Christmas. Happy post Thanksgiving. Um, we back. <laughs> I hope you guys had a wonderful holiday. I hope, uh, you know, things went well for you. Monday, because uh, it was like, no. <laughs> and plus, I have made the executive decision within my company um, that I'm not going to be broadcasting on Fridays anymore. Oh, good. I'm glad you enjoyed your holiday. I'm not going to be broadcasting on Fridays. I can do this every day. Um, while I love it, it is a lot. So is really important to me. Um, so we're only going to be doing the show for a week now. Okay. All right. Now, let me introduce myself. Okay. Uh, I am Natalie Pierre podcast NPL Legal Dish, which is my four days a week high capital credit uh, niche. This is my four day a week live broadcast where I teach uh, business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. Um, not only am I the host of the show, but I am also the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, which which kind of gave me the idea for this show. NPL Consulting LLC is a business formation firm where I help you get your business paperwork together. So if you need things with help to help with things <laughs> like registering your business with the state, making sure you have great contracts, EIN numbers, DUNS numbers, all that foundational stuff that you need for your business, I hope all that. Well, I'm qualified. So happy since attorney, have been one for 13 years and counting. I've started multiple businesses for my first both on my careers in the realms of the law, entrepreneurship, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the desire to go to business school or to law school, but so many of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to make it in business, there's just some concepts that you're going to need to know. There's no way around it. Um... <clears throat> If you need help getting your business affairs in order, getting it off the ground, getting it started, um, I would suggest that you pick up my, the last of my Black Friday deal. Um, it is over at midnight tonight. Uh, my Boss Up Business Bundle is on sale for only $29, ladies and gentlemen. This bundle has three videos, two ebooks, and three worksheets. It's going to take you step-by-step step through the processes of getting an EIN number, which is um, the, your business's social security number, your business's birth certificate, your DUNS number, which is basically your business passport, which is going to help you get into big box stores, get government contracts, um, and establish business credit. And it's going to help you uh, put together a single-member LLC operating agreement. You need an operating agreement for most banks to open up a business bank account for you. So these are three essential things that you need for your business, EIN, DUNS, and operating agreement. And I'm teaching you how to do them for $29, but only till midnight tonight. Because after midnight tonight, it goes up to $119. So tell your friends, okay? All right. That's enough of me shilling my wares. Now on to the show. If you're new, here's how it works. I pull stories from the news. And we thank you for the thumbs up, God Money Record COO. I pull stories from the news. And um, we, uh, I, they always have something to do with, they always have a central theme of concepts I think can help you be a better business owner and to teach you those business concepts, particularly with trademarks and brand protection, okay? But this isn't just me talking at you. This is a dialogue. So I need you guys to be here to, to you know, to interact with me so we can make this exciting. Because exciting. some of this stuff can be dry, but I try to make it as exciting as possible. But it's more exciting when you guys participate, all right? Okay, that's enough of that. Let's get started, all right? If we are ready, let me see at least one ready in the comments. I want to see a ready. I want to see a ready. Ready, ready, 
Betty, Betty. I want to see a red <laughs> I gotta, you know, I gotta pick up the tempo, guys. I almost, like, fell asleep and took a nap before the show because I messed around and laid down. All right. Thank you for my ready God Money Records COO. You are on it. Hi, Sincere39. Hey. Thank you for the ready. All right. So the first case that we are talking about, it is an update, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for the ready capital credit, Mish. We have an update on um, a case that I have talked about at least four times on this show. If you have, are in this broadcast and you remember me talking about the the case of the dad, the the, fa- the dad attorney suing his son attorney for using his own name to uh, to name his law firm, give me a one in the comment. If you remember that story, you don't have to remember the name, but if you remember the story of the father lawyer who is suing his son lawyer for naming his law firm the same thing as his name. Because they're 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 senior and junior. Give me a one in the comments, and if you don't, I'm gonna catch you up. So, in uh, there is an attorney in South Carolina. Um, he has thank you, sincere thirty nine. He has had a longstanding law firm, and it is na- it, it he named it after himself, George Sink Law something something. All right, okay, we're not gonna get into specifics of that. Anyway, this lawyer he hired his son, who is a junior, so they have the same name. Dad and son had a falling out. Dad fires the son. Son opens up his own law firm and names it George Sink Law. Now remember, his dad's law firm is named George Sink Law, and he has a trademark on the name. So dad sues his son and um, to keep him from using the name. And while this case is being arbitrated, because they're going through arbitration, um, the the dad asked the court to prevent the son from using his name to market his law firm, right? So the son obviously appealed this, um, but he has actually lost that appeal. So while they are figuring out whether the son can use his own name to market the law firm, um, they have said that until arbitration is over, he cannot, he can't use the name. Um, Now, here's an update in the case because we talked about that. Uh, the son had asked for a, a bond that his father pay a bond. To, you know, it's cool. The um, the replay will will be on YouTube forever, and it will also be on Facebook, so you can rewatch it there too. Or if you can't watch the video, you can always listen to the podcast. Hello, King Tax Services guys. Tax time is coming up. King Tax Services eighteen is here to save y'all. Go follow her, okay? Um, but yes, so. The son asked um, the judge to tell his dad to put up a million and a half dollars in case the son ran into financial trouble with, you know, while this case is being arbitrated. But the thing was, the son waited too late to ask for the million and a half dollars. When you're going to court, if you have to, if you're filing, um, if you're filing uh for relief from the court or you want the court to do something, you have to say it in the beginning. The court doesn't like it when you don't get your way so you come back with another argument. Whatever arguments you have, throw them all at the wall and see what sticks. Anyway, Sink Jr. didn't do that. He waited until everything was already in motion and asked for a million and a half bond. And the judge got mad and the judge gave him bond, but he only gave him $500. And he did that because um, he said he didn't bring it up at the initial hearing. So he's basically like, you should have brought this up in the beginning. And because of that, I'm only giving you 
a $500 buffer during this arbitration. So the reason why I picked this case is that if, you know, in, if the unfortunate happens and you do have to go to court for your business or in general, and you have to file claims or arguments, or what they call claims or arguments, you need to put it all on the table. Don't say, well, if this works, I'll do that. Put everything down at one time and then they can figure it out later. Okay. All right, so that's what I wanted to say about that. Do we have any questions about this case? Because I don't, I don't know if you got, um, if you weren't here for the other discussions. Um, Shop Best on the Yard was in here, and she actually lives in South Carolina, and she was telling us how she has seen the commercials for both of the law firms, and it has been confusing. So there was, there is actual confusion um, when it comes to this whole law firm name thing. So we're going to have to wait and see what happens with the sinks. Maybe dad and son will, you know, make up and, you know, put this all behind them. I don't know. But, um, let me know what you guys think about that as we get ready for the next case. Um, so the next case, actually on, on Friday, I had posted a picture in my stories and I asked you guys if it was too close for comfort and it was a picture of two red wolves and if you see the title of today's broadcast is who's afraid of the big red wolf um do we have anybody in the audience tonight who oh you know what hold up so this case involves Arkansas State University and I was actually in Arkansas in August King Tax Services and I um, where we met each other for the first time in real life in Arkansas for the Accelerate 180 concert. I mean, not concert, conference. It was um, a beautiful experience. We got to meet King Ashley Ann and some amazing people. Um, but this case takes place in the state, well, starting in the state of Arkansas. Um, does anybody um, has Does anybody know, has anybody been to Arkansas State University? Arkansas... I won't hold it against you if you haven't. I mean, I went to Arkansas literally for this conference. I never thought I'd be going to Arkansas, but I did. Anyway, but um, Arkansas State has um, a, a logo, a mascot logo, and it is a red wolf, right? Um, oh, King Tax Services has a question. What happens if dad passes before the sun? Talking about the name case. That is an interesting question. <laughs> so CA39, there is a reason to ever go to Arkansas. Uh, my favorite business builder is based out there. And if she says, come to Arkansas, I'm going. Um, but King Tech Services says, what happens if dad passes before the sun? Well, that would happen. That would depend on who gets control of dad's estate and therefore dad's trademark. Because dad owns the trademark. So we'd have to figure out who is going to take control of that and what is their relationship with the son. Is dad still married to son's mom? Is mom going to take control over the estate? Like, who knows? Um, I think it would depend on who got control of his estate. Okay? Yes, Cynthia 39, King Ashley Ann. She is the best. Um, you should follow her if you're not already. King Ashley Ann. Love her. Um, but yes, okay, so going back to this case, Arkansas State University has a mascot, a logo, it is a big red wolf, okay? Arkansas State University, high poetic through, high poetic through motion, Arkansas State University is obviously, um, an educational institution. Has anybody heard of the Chattanooga Red Wolves? <clears throat> if you have heard of the Chattanooga Red Wolves, give me a dog emoji, 
If you have not heard of the Chattanooga Red Wolves, give me a cat emoji. No, she goes to Georgia a lot, but she's based in Arkansas. Um, so yes, if you have heard of the Chattanooga Red Wolves, give me a dog emoji. If you have not heard of the Chattanooga Red Wolves, give me a cat emoji. The Chattanooga Red Wolves, for those who don't know, they are a soccer team, a pro soccer team, based out of Tennessee. Okay? So, uh, thank you for the cat emoji, poetic through motion. Thank you. Are these dogs or cats? I got a fox. I can't. Okay. Are these dogs or cats? I'm going to assume those are dogs. So I think Sincere39 and Poetic Through Motion Note have heard of the Chattanooga Red Wolves. Poetic Through Motion has not. King Tech Services has not. Um, all right. Chattanooga Red Wolves are a pro soccer team, right? Um, Arkansas and, oh, they're cats. Okay, they're cats. So nobody has heard of the Chattanooga Red Wolves. Okay. All right. I always use like the, the front facing cat. <laughs> All right, so nobody's heard of the Red Wolves. That's fine. I mean, how, have any of us been to Chattanooga, Tennessee? I think if you're not, if you're not in Chattanooga, you probably haven't heard of them, right? Um, Arkansas State University, this institute of higher learning, sent a cease and desist to this pro soccer team because they also have a Red Wolf as their logo. I posted these two logos in my comments on Friday. I also posted the results today. About a little more than half of you said that the wolves did not look that much like each other, but about 46% of you said they did. Arkansas State University thought, thinks that the wolves look very similar. Um, so they sent a cease and desist to this pro soccer team that also has a red wolf, but it's not the exact same red wolf. The, 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 the shades of red are different. Um, the use of white is different. The use of black is different, okay? Um, so Chattanooga Red Wolves, instead of saying, okay, well, we'll just change our logo, they have asked the court to, um, they have filed for something called declaratory judgment. They basically want um, the court to say that their logo does not infringe on Arkansas State University's logo and that there is no possibility of confusion. They are also saying that Arkansas State University extended uh, their trademark because, remember, trademarks expire um, every 10 years. They said that Arkansas State University extended their trademark just to oppose the soccer team. Now, I don't know what beef a, a state university has with a pro soccer team that isn't even in the same state, but whatever. Um, but in terms of the logos, I personally don't think that they look that much alike. Um, based on the response that I got from the poll, most of you thought that they didn't look alike, but a, a fair amount of you did. But my question to you is, remember that when you trademark, you trademark in an industry, you trademark in a category. Do you think there is a possibility of confusion between the logo of a state university in Arkansas and a pro soccer team in Chattanooga, Tennessee? I want to know what you guys think about that. Do you think that if you see the logo for Arkansas State University based on the picture in my stories, both Facebook and IG, if you see that logo for Arkansas University, would you mistake it for the logo on the right which is Chat the Chattanooga Red Wolves. 
What do y'all think? I personally don't think, uh, I don't, I think that Arkansas State University is overreaching for this because you're not in the same state. You're not in the same industry. I'm, I'm thinking maybe their sports team, um, well, yeah, the thing is, Arkansas State University, it, they're an institute of higher learning. I'm sure they have sports teams, right? Hmm, right? Sincere39 said they are both just wolves. That's it, right? So if Arkansas State University has their own soccer team, mind you, Arkansas State University, it is, it's a university, which means that their team wouldn't be a pro soccer team. It would be... Um, a college soccer team, right? Do you think that they're high East Side Dre? East Side, East Side Dre. Yes, I think I said that right. Do you think that there's the possibility of mistaking this state university in Arkansas and possibly the soccer team if they have one with this pro soccer team out in Chattanooga, Tennessee? What do you think? What do y'all think? Um, I don't think there's a possibility of confusion. I think Arkansas State University was really overreaching with this. I also don't know how close Chattanooga and Tennessee, I'm sorry. I don't know how close Tennessee is to Chattanooga. Um, Sincere39 said no. Poetic Through Motion said it's tough because Walmart sells big corporate brands, but they sell their own products with very similar styles and design. In the grand scheme of things, it plays in a bigger role. Yes, and Walmart has actually been sued for that on multiple occasions. Poetic Through Motion also said it's about who owns the legacy of the logo, not really the logo themselves. I think there can be a confusion. Um, Sincere39 said most people in the U.S. don't watch soccer anyway. Going back to Poetic Through Motion, um, it's about who owns the legacy of the logo, not really. It is about the logo themselves, because the legacy and the logo, they become entwined. Think about, um, think about McDonald's arches. The, yes, the arches have a legacy, but that golden arch logo is very protected. You don't see it anywhere but on McDonald's products. They've taken the time to build up the reputation of that image. So yes, it's th- the legacy plays a part, but the image is very important because you have said, this is the image that represents our company. We stand behind it when you see this logo, okay? All right? Any more comments? Since they're the nine, soccer is becoming a more popular sport. So, hey... Um, I just got, you know, I got the Disney Plus package, and I got the ESPN. Um, They just added it on because I already had Hulu. So now, you know, maybe I'll keep up with the soccer. (laughs) All right. So, um, oh, I'm glad that that you understood that. Yay. Okay. Um, Okay. So we're going to take a quick commercial break. Uh, for those who came in a little bit late, I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. You're watching MPL Legal Dish, my four times a week live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. Uh, if you need to or try to get your business off the ground for 2020 and you need a plan, ladies and gentlemen, I have the plan for you. Pick up, you have a few hours left, less than four hours to pick up my Boss Up Business Bundle for only $29 versus $119 once tomorrow hits. It is going to teach you how to get an EIN number, a DUNS number, and to fill and to complete a single member LLC operating agreement. No one is going to give it to you 
at that price. So go pick it up now before it goes back up to 119 okay? Go to Linktree forward slash MPL Consulting Firm, Linktree forward slash MPL Consulting Firm, Linktree forward slash MPL Consulting Firm. That's where you can also book a free 15-minute consultation so that you can see if you want to work with me one-on-one, you want to do a one-on-one coaching session, that's where you can book your free 15-minute consultation so we can chat and see how we can work together. Okay, let's get back to these comments. Um, Poetic Through Motion said, but how do you protect the logo to the caliber of McDonald's? Um, Using your logo. McDonald's puts their logo on everything. McDonald's has has several, you know, um, companies, franchises, products. They put their logo on everything, and they are very um, diligent about protecting their mark. The way that you that you protect your logo is you have to be diligent about it. Big companies are able to be more diligent about it because they have entire legal teams that are dedicated to making sure that nobody is infringing on their mark. As a, as a small business owner, it's going to be a little bit tougher for you unless you, I don't know, hire a service to, you know, to keep checking on it for you. But it is your duty as the trademark owner, as the logo owner to, you know, look out for people who are copying your brand because nobody can protect it for you. You have to protect your mark. If somebody tries to go to court to protect your mark, the court is going to laugh them out of court. You have to be the one to go to the court and say, hey, they're using my stuff. Make them stop. Okay. Um, King Tax Services says, soccer is not my cup of tea, honestly. Girl, you need to get into soccer. They be looking cute with them shorts. <laughs> okay. Um, but yes. So we are going to move on to our next case. This is um, another update case. If you, guys, if you were here, oh, yay, awesome. If you guys were here, if you have, through any of the updates that I've given you on the Mark Jacobs versus Nirvana case, if you remember any of the details versus about the Mark Jacobs versus Nirvana case, give me an N in the comments, N for Nirvana. And for those of you who are not familiar, Nirvana was a band, they had great success in the 90s, their lead singer was Kurt Cobain, who unfortunately took his own life. They have an iconic uh, copyrighted logo that is a smiley face with X's for eyes and a tongue sticking out. Mark Jacobs, the designer, decided, you'd miss that one, that's okay. Mark Jacobs, the designer, decided to do something called a grunge redux. In the 90s, grunge was a style, and they made their own t-shirt with a smiley face that had MJ for the eyes, the same sticking out tongue, and instead of saying Nirvana on the top, like Nirvana said, it said heaven. Nirvana sued Mark Jacobs for copyright infringement because Nirvana didn't have a trademark for that logo. They did have a copyright. They did not have a trademark. They filed a trademark application after they sued Mark Jacobs. So they've been going back and forth. Um, they want Mark Jacobs to stop selling this t-shirt. Mark Jacobs is now countersuing Nirvana um, because uh, during deposition, deposition is when you question each side, Mark Jacobs' attorneys spoke to two of the surviving members of Nirvana, and I guess they were asking them, well, if you guys own this logo, who created it? And neither of the two surviving members of the group can remember who created this logo. So the question is, if you don't know who created it, how can you say you guys own it, right? Um, the other, the, uh, and what they want is they want uh, Nirvana's copyright invalidated for the, um, for the logo. 
And they also want to invalidate it because they said that Kurt, Co- Kurt Cobain's widow, Courtney Love, was working with them for a collaborative line. So, yes, in agreement with it. What do, what do you mean, yes, in agreement? I'm sorry, King Tax Services. Um, I, I got a little sidetracked. But, um, so, j- long story short, Mark Jacobs is saying, we can't, this can't be copyright or trademark infringement because you don't even know who created the logo. And on top of that, one of the people who owns the actual company that owns the, the Hi Mahogany Joy, Hi Busy Peach, who owns the company, oh, thank you, who owns the company um, that is that is suing Mark Jacobs was working with us on a line. So you guys basically laid down and let us do this. So how you can't come back now and take it away? There's something called acquiescence, where you, if you are the brand holder and you allow someone to, you know, use your logo or whatever to 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 make something, you you kind of given them silent. Um, silent permission to do it. And they're basically saying because Courtney Love was working with them and um, because they don't know who actually created the logo, that there is no infringement here. But what do you guys think? Um, if you have heard of Nirvana, you probably know of their logo. They act, The logo is actually um, a gift sticker that you can find in Instagram, which is really cool. Um, so for those of you who, who know, who have kept up with this case, have heard me talk about it, what do you think about Mark Jacobs' argument that because they don't know who actually created the logo, the two surviving members of Nirvana, that the copyright should be invalidated? And on top of that, Kurt Cobain's widow, who is part owner of Nirvana LLC, was working with them on a collaborative line. Sincere39 said, I would have said Kurt created it. And that's the thing. Kurt's not alive to speak for himself, and they can't say, well, Kurt created it. There's no proof proving that Kurt created it. It's not, Kurt did not have a notebook of artwork, as far as we know, with these things. So what, so what do you think is going to happen? Do you think that Mark Jacobs has a chance of getting Nirvana's copyright for this smiley face invalidated? What do you guys think? I think the fact that they cannot prove who created it is um, is very troublesome for Nirvana, but they have built up so much goodwill with this logo. I, I just don't see it being taken away from them. Uh, uh, uh. Mm. Oh, shoot. Would his estate have his works? His estate, I don't know if his estate is managed by his widow, um, but I feel like something would have come out already if, if, if it, if there were something proving it. But we don't, we don't know that right now. So until that comes out, we, all we can do is speculate. Okay. Okay. Oh my gosh, guys, time like flew by. Um, but we're going to do a little bit longer because I wasn't on, um, Thursday and Friday. Okay. Uh, how many stories have I covered? Three. Okay. Boom. Guys, next case we are talking about, it has to do with, you know, a rapper. You may not have heard of him. Um, so Courtney's working with Mark Jacobs. That's what Mark Jacobs is saying. Mark Jacobs is saying that Courtney Love was working with them on some type of fashion line and to be like, um, a spokesperson? I don't know. 
I, I like they they did not go into great detail as to what Courtney Love's role is in all of this, except to say that she was working with Mark Jacobs. So we will just have to wait for that information to come out. Okay. All right. On to our next case. Um, have any of you heard of a rapper? You may not. He's kind of like new. His name is Jay Z. <laughs> If you've heard of Jay-Z, give me a J in the comments, okay? Give me a J in the comments. Um, and I'm going to tell you uh, why Jay-Z is in our stories today. Um, have any of you heard, uh, the, heard of, um, hi, good hair, good body? Okay, so Sincere knows who Jay-Z is. All right. Um, well, Jay-Z's legal team is suing an Australian book publishing company, um, specifically the author. Uh, so there is a woman in Australia. Her name is Jessica Chiha, and she owns, um, a publication company called Little Homie, and they publish, um, children's books, educational children's books, but using hip-hop themes to teach children letters and numbers. Um, some of their titles are First Words with 50 Cent. Uh, another one of their titles is 123 with no Notorious B.I.G. Yes, that is Beyonce's husband, girl. <laughs> um, and the, the, the book at issue that we are talking about today is a book called A.B. to Jay-Z. Now, this book, it teaches kids their letters. It uses images of hip-hop artists and their song lyrics. The book sold out in six days. Jay-Z's legal team sent a cease and desist letter to this woman to tell her to stop promoting these books because she is using Jay-Z's image and she's using Jay-Z's lyrics. Now, she's not using actual pictures. She's using drawings. She has an illustrator, but she is using someone's face and she's using their lyrics and she didn't get permission. Right, Busy Peach. So, now, this lady is not in America. She's in Australia. We don't know what Australia's rules are about using people's images. I'm sure in this global economy, a lot of trademark laws probably are pretty similar to each other. But, this is, let, let's for a moment say that Jessica is based in the United States. Because we cannot speculate what Australia does. We don't know what Australia does but we know what the United States does. Let's say Jessica was based in New York and she wrote a book to teach kids how to read and she's using the, 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 the faces and song lyrics of iconic hip-hop rappers. In this book, she has pictures of Tupac, Biggie, Jay-Z, any, um, fifth, all those, all those, like, cornerstone lyricists, hip-hop rappers, they're in this book with their lyrics, with their images. And even on her website, she has these photos of these hip-hop artists promoting the different products on her site. So, ladies and gentlemen, do you think that this is appropriate? Busy Peach is already saying she is in the wrong. Busy Peach is not here for the nonsense. And I agree with you. King Tax Services 18 said, question, why all these lawsuits? Why can you find their work on Google? Because just because you tell someone to stop doesn't mean that they do. It's like, it's just like, um, if you know, 
I always bring up the example of when I used to shop on Canal Street in college, and, you know, we would go and buy all the bootleg bags and stuff like that. Okay. So, yeah. Every now and then, vendors would get shut down, but somebody would pop up five minutes later. There is always somebody waiting. Or even if they get shut down, they'll they'll pop back up a week later, back in business like nothing ever happened. Because they know that this is a risk of, um, of the trade, you know, they know how to break down and start back up quickly. Okay? Just like that story that I talked about, that lady who was selling Marc Jacobs phone cases. She's still selling phone cases on eBay. Um, I, like, if you go on eBay and look up her handles, they are active accounts. So, it's like, yeah, you can send cease and desist, you can send letters, but you can't make, until a court officially says, you have to stop, these businesses can just go about their business. Good Hair, Good Body said, no, not appropriate. She put together a collage of someone else's work and wrote her name on their work. Oh, okay, yes. A couple, like, you you took people's, your book is based on, the popularity of your book is based on these images and lyrics. That is the hook that you are using. And you did not ask permission for this, right? Very good, good hair, good body. So, Jay-Z's legal team is totally in the right. It would be like, can you imagine if somebody wrote a book and put your face in it and put, like, you know, something that you always say and they're making money off of it? And they're not even, they didn't even get your permission. They just put you in it. Um, King Tax Services said the Gypsies movie. I don't know what that is. Um, Sincere 39, will she have to pay royalties to the artist? Well, Sincere 39, we don't know. The thing is, this woman is based in Australia. We don't know what Australia's trademark rules are. We don't know what their rules are in terms of, you know, being able to use someone's likeness. Um... So, Busy Peach said that I'm going to need my cut. And we also, I, I also don't know where this was filed. Uh, if this was filed in Australia, they're going to be subject to Australian rules. Rules. If this was filed in the United States, then yeah, she'll be subject, subject to United States rules, um, which probably would mean that she would have to fork over some money, maybe. Mm. But I feel like Jay-Z would just do it for, for the injunction. He would just be like, stop using my stuff. Like, not to say that Jay-Z doesn't care about money, but in terms of his business, this is small potatoes. But I'm sure he doesn't want somebody using his name out there. But he's also supposed, he also has to be diligent about protecting his name. While this may not put a big dent in his pocket, he is still required as the owner of the trademark to his name, the copyright to his intellectual property, he needs to be out there and be vigilant. Um... Busy Peach said she might be subject to both of selling international, right? Well, we don't know. We don't know who bought it. Uh, we would have to find that out in the case. Um, oh, King Tax Services said you said they pack up and move to the next location. Consider the gypsies move. Is gypsies an offensive term? I feel like that's an offensive term. I don't want to use it. Okay. I heard gypsies was like an offensive term. Um, but, Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so Jay-Z is suing this Australian woman. Um, the trademark is only as good as enforcement of it. Yes, very good, Busy Peak. If you don't enforce your trademark, it's no good. You let you let it become common. Remember, bling, bling. Baby didn't trademark bling, bling. Do you know how much money Baby would have if he had trademarked bling, bling? He wouldn't have been put out of his house, y'all. Um, 
Uh, oh, I know you didn't mean any harm, girl. Um, <laughs> but you know, we got we got to keep up with the times. I don't want us canceled out here in these uh, social media streets. <laughs> All right, so I am hoping that um, Jay Z, uh, you know, gets this squared away. On top of all of this, uh, this woman, Jessica Chiha, apparently their pictures were found of her, uh, a party that she threw, and there were several people dressed in blackface. Um, so, let's see what happens with that. Um, <laughs> he would be a billionaire. Okay. All right. So, guys, we have one more story, and it is very brief. Um, before we get into it, I want to remind you, we are in the last hours of uh, my Black Friday sale extended to Cyber Monday. You can get the Boss Up Business Bundle for tw- for twenty nine um, for twenty nine dollars, as opposed to one nineteen. It will teach you how to get your EIN number, your Duns number, and your operating agreement. Okay. Yes, Busy Peach. Okay. Um, something in the milk ain't clean with Miss Jessica Chiha. All right. Hi, I love Sarah. All right. Um, so our last story that we are talking about today. Oh. You can get the bundle at Linktree forward slash MPL Consulting Firm, Linktree forward slash MPL Consulting Firm, Linktree forward slash MPL Consulting Firm. All right? Okay. Last story that we are talking about tonight, y'all. Guys, remember, we just talked about it. If something is too generic, you can't trademark it, right? Right. Ladies and gentlemen, some, an author, there is a lady by the name of Christine Feehan. She writes fantasy novels, science fiction novels, and they all have dark somewhere in the title. There's one book that is just called Dark. And now Miss Feehan is trying to trademark the word dark for novels and books. She's trying to trademark the word dark. How many books do you think have dark in the title? Somebody did a search, and Amazon alone has 40,000 books with dark in the title. Do you guys think that she is going to be successful? Busy Peach is already laughing. Do you think that she's going to be successful in trying to trademark the word dark for use in, in titles for novels and books? I feel like I've read at least 10 books in my life with, with dark in the title, and I don't even know who this Christine Feehan is. Okay, Cynthia 39 doesn't think that she's going to be successful. I, if she is successful, I will eat one of my shoes. For real. Because, ma'am, are you serious? Good hair, good body. She can't trademark the word dark because it's too general. Exactly, it's too general. And there are too many books out here that have the word dark in the title. She better come up with something more original. King Tax Services said, that's like trying to trademark 50 Shades of Grey. Not successful. That's right. Um, <laughs> Busy Peach said, I'm going to trademark Peach and grab a bag. LOL. Yes, girl. Get your money. <laughs> anyway, um, Miss Christine Feehan, you know, while I wish you the best of luck with your, with your novels, um, I don't think that you're going to be successful in this attempt to trademark the word dark, even if it is just for novels and books, based on the fact that Amazon alone has 40,000 books that have dark in the title, and I'm sure that there are plenty more out there in the world. Um, remember, you can't trademark generic words, especially, like, you're, when you're writing a book, your business is words. Like, it's very hard. You can copyright things, but you can't trademark a lot of things, you know, in terms of your writing. Um, 
And if something is generic, like if I sell apples, I can't trademark apple. Busy Peach said, great publicity stunt. In the Bible too? Right. If I sell apples, I can't trademark apples. If I sell hair, I can't trademark things that have to do with hair. I can't trademark comb or brush or, you know, strands or whatever. Okay? It's, you can't trademark things that are generic in your industry. And ma'am, dark in the title of your book is as generic as it gets. Um, <laughs> so those are all the stories that I have for you guys today. You guys were so amazing. Thank you for all of your um, participation, all of making me laugh, all of your comments. Loved it. Um, again, make sure that you pick up the Boss Up Business Bundle for $29 till midnight tonight. After that, it goes up to $119. Learn how to get your EIN number, EIN number DUNS number, and operating agreement for single member LLC. Um, I will be back on tomorrow, but I'm going to be on earlier because I have a client at 8 o'clock. So I think we're going to be on at 7. Um, I'll let you know, or maybe I'll do the show after. Um, actually, no, that's King Tax Services time. I'll do before. Um, yeah, and what else do I have to tell you guys? Um, be good to yourselves, um, eat a good dinner, watch some TV. Oh, guys, if you have a Planet Fitness membership, go use that Hydro Massager. I went today and it changed my life. Ten minutes. Um, <laughs> have a good night, guys. Bye.